Hi everyone, my name is Falasha Diosho, a woman who is joining to purpose and I also encourage everyone to come along because you exist for a purpose. You must know that every day of your life that you are here for a purpose, you are here on an assignment, God brought you here for something. You need to know what that is, you need to develop it and keep being the best version of your purpose here and now. I've been doing a series from the book of Matthew chapter 7, I've done verse 1 and verse 2. And today I'm going to be looking at the verse 3 of chapter 7. It's important we know that the Bible was not initially written in chapters and verses. It was just, you know, written like that. But as knowledge grew over time for the purpose of easy reading, it was divided into chapters and into verses so that we can have better understanding as we read it. Jesus actually started a thought in, in Matthew chapter 7 and it began to reorientate people because he actually came to introduce the kingdom of God. And so there were things on ground and there were rules and principles, guidelines and culture that were on ground when he came. In order for him to be able to change that, he needs to introduce his kingdom and in order to do you know, a whole lot of extensive teaching opening the eyes of people and introducing them to his new kingdom. More so, the, the Pharisees, as at that moment, who were the religious leaders and the teachers of, 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 of the day, wherein Jesus was born, had uh, gone into error because of selfish interest. They, they have, you know, twisted the law. They have done certain things simply because they, they want to, be seen in certain way with the people and for selfish interest. So all of these were the things Jesus needed to contend with and he wasn't fighting them. All Jesus was doing was teaching them the truth because when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Now what does Matthew chapter 7 verse 3 has to say? Matthew chapter 7 verse 3 from the partial translation says, why would you focus on the flaw in someone else's life and yet Fail to notice the glaring flaws of your own. Wow, amazing. Jesus was saying, you know what? You have bigger, bigger weakness in your life. And someone is not even as bad as you, you know, in human contest. And yet you are busy talking against this person or even pointing others to the other person's fault. Meanwhile, what you have to, what you're actually dealing with or what you have to deal with if you decide to pay more attention to yourself is bigger than what the other person is dealing with. Let me read it from the message. Uh, this is the amplified version. It says, what do you stare from without? At the very small particle that is in your brother's eye, but do not become aware of and consider the beam of timber that is in your own eye. You know, somebody has just a little speck. And you have a beam. Wow, that's a big one. And you're you know, naturally, if you have such a big thing, blurring your vision. For you to see what is happening to another person. It means that you, you really went out of your way. You struggled even in, in, in pain. You, had to, you took so much time. To concentrate so that you can get what is 
in another person's height. That is spending too much energy on other people's, you know, weaknesses while you have bigger issues to deal with. What Jesus is saying here is that, listen to me, each and every one of you is important and I would love you to pay attention first and foremost to yourself. Jesus is not saying, no, I don't want you to talk about anything. No, just shut up. Even if somebody is, is going to die or somebody is on, on the path of destruction, leave him alone. That is not what Jesus was actually saying here. Jesus was saying that, listen, I've seen this thing being practiced. Somebody who is a deliberate murderer sees a petty thief. And it does not, I mean, it does not talk about his own evil. He's covering it up. He's not even, he's not even trying to change, to repent. Now, this murderer sees a petty thief. And he's pointing to the petty thief and he's saying, no, you are a thief. I, I, I mean, and he's just talking about this person's weakness. He's proclaiming it, he made it his own personal business. And he's going all out to even get this person punished. Meanwhile, what he is dealing with is actually much bigger than that. But he's covering it up. This is what Jesus is saying. That if I have a, big, a bigger weakness in my life, I need to first and foremost pay attention to myself, mind my business, and I should use this energy that will have used in pointing out other people's uh, lesser uh, weaknesses out. I should expend that energy on me so that when I get better, I will be able to see clearer. The beam will be so reduced that now my vision can be clearer. After I have received help, then I can help someone else. The blind man, you know, who is trying to lead another blind person, they will both end up in the gutter. And in this case, this person who is actually, the person Jesus is referring to here, is, has, I mean, is totally blind. And you are trying to help somebody who has one eye. You will end up in the gutter. This other person will not, because at least this person has one eye to help him through. Jesus is saying we need to pay more attention to ourselves. How come you are more of an external person than an internal person? You know, it's easier to see other people, to see their character default, to see what is not right about them, what is not sitting well about them, than to see yourself. Any man or any woman who, who knows himself or herself actually paid attention to himself or herself. It doesn't come automatically. That you have been with yourself for 40 years, for 25 years, for 18 years, for 55 years does not mean you really understand yourself. That's why some persons don't even know themselves. For anyone that has a better understanding of himself or herself, there are people who took personal attention. I mean, who took time to pay attention to themselves. It's a deliberate attempt. It is a deliberate attempt. You must pay attention to yourself because when you have been healed, when you are better, when you are stronger in that place of weakness, then you can be much more useful to Jesus. Jesus is saying, do not become a professional fault finder. I didn't give you that ministry. You do not go out of your way 
to be criticizing others or pointing accusing fingers at others when you have bigger issue to deal with stop focusing on others while you ignore yourself acting earlier than thou it is a bad behavior and jesus is saying we must stop this i do not know what you have do not know i mean your state of mind i did not know maybe you're somebody who is paying attention to himself or herself but jesus is calling you to yourself your first assignment is unto yourself yes i repeat it. your first assignment is first unto yourself first and foremost you are called unto yourself jesus is saying you know what sit down know yourself you are not just your high uh it's not just knowing you what i know my statistics i know my highs i know my bust i know my waists i know my i know my length and all of that no 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 no. you are much more than the physical jesus is saying pay attention to you pay attention to you internally you must be more of an internal person than just an external person Pay attention to your temperament, root brooks on it, understand where you are, or understand the strengths and the weaknesses of your temperament. So when you understand the, the weaknesses of a temperament, then you know how to cling to God and say, God, you know, this this is this. Help me. Then read books on how to get help. Listen to any teaching on how to get help. Be a better version of you. That's what Jesus is saying. Now, if you become a better person of a better version of you, you're in a better position. To actually help others. But do not be a professional fight finder. Do not be somebody who is dealing with much bigger issues, weaknesses, and you are the one judging other people. No, that is hypocrisy. And Jesus frowns at it. He is not an hypocrite. And he said, No, 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 you just cannot be an hypocrite. I didn't give you this assignment. It's a Satan that put this assignment on you. And listen, it's a distraction. This assignment from the devil is a distraction. Because once you sit on that hypocritical seat, you forget about yourself. You neglect yourself. Paul said daily, he dies. Every day he puts himself on that subjection. That is a man that is intentional about himself. On daily basis, he dies to self. That's what Jesus is calling you now. Every day we die to self. Every day we put our body on the subjection. So that we will not, after you have preached to others, you will not be condemned because if you assume this position, you allow the devil to, to make you ignore the beam in your own eyes and you focus on other people, you use all your time and energy to criticize other people. It's possible that some of those people you criticize actually change and they become better. But you, in the end, will not be saved. You will be destroyed in the end. That's what Paul was saying. I don't want to preach to others. And in the end, I'm going to be destroyed. So every day I'm paying attention to myself. I'm very important in the plan and the purpose of God. You're very important in the plan and the purpose of God. So pay attention to yourself. So after you've paid attention, Paul was able to, I mean, bless lives. He's still blessing lives till today. Why? Because he paid attention to himself. It was not just about others. He paid at on daily basis. He dies to serve. On daily basis, he works on himself, getting better and better and better. Then he's, I mean, he was able to reach out to a lot of people. See, Jesus will come. The life that Paul lived will continue to be a blessing to many people. That's what Jesus is trying to say here. Listen, we don't have weaknesses. Jesus is saying, pay attention to your weaknesses. Cooperate with me. Read books, read materials, listen to messages, 
do everything you need to do. Be, be a better version of you on a daily basis. And as you get better, as you make progress, then you are able to help other people daily. You die to serve. Daily, you work on your weaknesses. You are not a professional fight finder. You are not on the lookout for everybody's fault. Why you neglect yourself? No, pay attention to yourself. Like I said, not just your physique. No, no. Pay attention to how you think, how you reason, what you do, your friends, your friends or friendship, all of those things, your thoughts, what is influencing my thought, what is influencing the kind of friends I have, how they have think, what kind of life am I living, am I living to the glory of God, I'm just living to satisfy myself, all of this you need to pay attention to. And as you begin to deal with the beams in your hearts, the weaknesses in your life, the sins, in your life and as you become a better person you will be able to help a whole lot more if paul had not done that on daily basis dealing with his own weaknesses and not being a professional uh fault finder it would not be useful he would it wouldn't it wouldn't have been able to do as much as it did god wants you to fill purpose whatever it is god has brought here for he wants you to be the best version of yourself so that you can play that role well and you can only do it if you take this, this admon admonition from Jesus. Stop being a fault finder. Understand yourself. Deal with the sins in your life. And as you deal with them on a daily basis, over time, you will be in a better position to actually help other people. Stop being hypocritical. Get out from that seat of hypocrisy. And be the best that God wants you to be. Pay attention to yourself. Mind your business first. When you mind your business and you have made progress, then you can help others. Till I come here again, I am for Lasha Show. Stay blessed.